Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. One of the traits that are well sought for within leaders is the ability to start something. Leaders oftentimes don't only conceptualize great ideas, but after having thought of great ideas, they do something about it. And that's what separates a leader from a follower, the courage to start something. Welcome back to Take Your Lead podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us. Maybe it's your first time joining in this amazing community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. And we're so glad to have you join us simply because we all have to start somewhere. And in today's podcast episode, I really want to speak about this key ingredient that separates leaders from followers, and that's being a self-starter. One of the questions that's often asked is, what do you look for when having to identify a leader? And there's quite a few character traits that one would look for in identifying high achievers or high performers or someone who has the potential of being a leader. And that's where the question or the debate of nature versus nurture comes in as to whether leaders are born or leaders are made. Are leaders born leaders? because they're born into a specific family or are leaders made because the environment demands a certain texture that will enable them to lead and move away from average to being great. And amongst those traits, maybe just to mention a few, one of them is humility. Humility is extremely key for every leader. I love, I think it's John Maxwell who spoke uh, this when he spoke to humility as to how humility is not thinking of thinking less of yourself, where you literally put yourself down and you water down your achievements and your competence and part of what you can do. However, he speaks of humility as thinking of yourself less. And that's huge because it's not only thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Because leaders have the ability of putting other people ahead of them, being able to put others' needs ahead of your own needs. Not only what can people do for you, but one of the questions that leaders ask, what can I do to help? How can I add value to you? And that's one of the traits that leaders have, humility, which is linked as well to generosity. Leaders oftentimes are generous. I'm actually always dumbfounded by this idea and concept of how leaders are so generous. In fact, the higher up you go, you actually see how generous leaders who literally you would assume they would be so stingy and would want to hoard and keep everything that they have to themselves, including their time, their network, their resources, their finances. However, they are the most generous people. And that's where you'd find someone who's like, no, man, I've got this contact. Meet up with this person. Maybe something can come out of that. No, let me speak to so-and-so to see if I can facilitate a connection. Let me actually do one. They're so generous because leaders always look for an opportunity to give. They understand the principle that it is more blessed to give 
than to receive. And that's so true because it applies in so many contexts, be it with your time. The more you invest your time in relationships, in people, in things that you do, the more you compound your influence. The more you invest, and it's the same even within knowledge that you have. I've actually seen this myself, that the more I share the bit of knowledge that I have, the more knowledge that I gain, the more other people pour into me. So leaders are humble, they generous. Leaders are also another trait which also sets leaders apart from followers is teachability. Leaders have the ability to be teachable. They are learners. They want to learn. They want to grow. They want to be better. They always seek for ways to learn. And this is where you begin to take ownership of your own personal growth and development. And this is true because as a leader, if you're not learning, if you're not teachable, you're not only short-circuiting your influence, but you're also short-circuiting the growth of whatever it is that you are involved in. Because as a leader, you become the lead of whatever it is that you are part of. I think part of the law of the lead, it speaks of how anything you will only grow to the size of the leader. Practical example of this is a goldfish. If you were to buy a goldfish and put it in a small um, container or tank, the fish will only grow to the size of the tank in which you put it in. But take the same fish, put it in a pond, put it in a dam. It begins to grow and enlarge. Why? Because the environment begins to enable it to grow without limitation. And this is so true. Whatever you're involved in as a leader will only grow to your size. You will only be able to attract who you are. Not what you want, but you... And this is quite a very interesting point that I'm actually communicating as to how you don't attract what you want, but you attract who you are. So oftentimes in leadership, we assume that if I want a certain caliber of relationships, I'll just network my way into it. The truth of the matter is you become that person. And once you become that person, you begin to attract after your own kind. So leaders are teachable. They seek for ways to learn. If something happens, they'll always ask themselves, what can I learn from this? And that's why failure for leaders is not something that keeps them flat on the floor, but failure for them is a springboard. Failure, leaders, they stretch because they learn from failure, but whiners or followers oftentimes, and not only followers in a, in, in a bad term or sense, because part of what we will talk to in one of our upcoming episodes, we'll be speaking to the art of following, being able to follow uh, courageously where you lead through following, which is a whole science on its own. However, leaders are able to stretch because they learn, because stretching, learning rather stretches you. Having that teachable attitude it enables you to be stretched because the more you learn, the more you know, the more you grow, the more agile you become. So every time something happens which you might not have planned, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? Wow. Every experience that you have, if you can just rephrase the question from why did it happen to me? If I hadn't been here, if I took a different route, 
I shouldn't have honored this invitation. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. But what that does, it takes you down the spiral of blame and nothing really happens in that zone of blame shifting. But when you have a teachable heart, you then begin to move beyond the why this is happening to me and you rephrase the question, what can I learn from this? I kid you not, no experience will go to waste. So as a leader, be teachable. Be humble, be generous, be teachable. Another trait which leaders have is accountability. Leaders are accountable. Because with accountability comes responsibility. Leaders understand that whatever needs to be done, I'm responsible for it being done. This is where you begin to ask yourself the question within accountability internally and externally. Because I think accountability comes twofold. Being accountable to yourself. I was actually teaching recently at a productivity masterclass that I was facilitating as to how some of us are so unloyal to ourselves. It's almost impossible to, loyal, to be loyal to anybody else. Some of us literally ghost ourselves. What do I mean by ghosting ourselves? Which is a term I recently learned from Gen Z, which speaks of how when someone just doesn't show up or someone just blue ticks you and you can actually see that they're online, they've seen your communication or text message, but for whatever reason, they choose not to respond. And take that and translate it to your personal space. This is where you promise yourself to do something and for whatever reason, you don't follow through. On your commitment. This is where, for example, you set an alarm to wake up at 5 a.m. to start off your day, do your morning routine, your morning exercise, your morning uh, personal development hour and meditation, devotion, etc., etc., depending on how your morning is structured. But for whatever reason, that day you just snooze the alarm and just pull the blanket and you ghost yourself because your truest self, the person you want to become, is waiting for you at 5 o'clock. Let's do this. But there you are, you don't show up. This is where you make a commitment to yourself and you don't follow through. So accountability needs to be internal first, where you are accountable to yourself. If you set goals, you will stop at nothing to ensure that the goals that you set for yourself come to fruition. Where you tell yourself, and this is very, very key because as a leader, you need to hold yourself to a higher standard more than anyone else would ever hold you. This is where you tell yourself, I need to make this happen. Come hell or high waters, I need to find a way because I'm accountable. If I need to request help, I'll do it. I, I'm not just going to sit back and relax, but I'll be accountable for the success, even for the failure of something. Because when you become accountable internally, you then begin to ask yourself questions like, what is it about my leadership that has contributed to these results? What is it about my leadership that has caused this to fail or not to take off? What is it about my leadership? Maybe lack of teaching or lack of clarity or lack of showing up or lack of empowerment or lack of support that might have contributed to this not succeeding at the rate with the potential that it had. So internally, you are accountable as a leader. Externally, this is the key and pivotal one within accountability. You need someone that you can account to. Someone you can account to for the five different areas of your life, for your spiritual life, your walk with God, if you're a person of faith, someone who will keep you growing, who will push you to check, are you praying? Are you, are you part of, for those who are part of uh, the community of faith, part of what the word of God teaches, it speaks of how confess your sins or faults one to another so that you can be healed. 
What that speaks to is accountability. There's healing that comes through accountability, where maybe there's a fault or a transgression or something that you did which you are not meant to do. But once you've got an accountability partner, someone you can confess and have a conversation with, I actually didn't do so well here. I missed the mark here. Please pray with me. Please cover me. I want to do better. That accountability enables you to be on track to healing and being able to do better. Academically, be accountable. Physically, be accountable. Socially, in your relationships, be accountable. Financially, be accountable. Professionally, be accountable. Have a relationship which keeps you accountable. One of the things I love about accountability, I think it was uh, Pastor Mike Todd who recently said this, that accountability gives you a room to cast your crowns where you do not need to be superficial and act to be someone you're not, but you can be vulnerable and open and honest within that relationship. Were you able to boldly say to someone, I failed here. I was meant to do one, two, three, but I couldn't do it. I'm a bit challenged when it comes to this or that. That's what accountability enables you to do. But you need to instigate accountability. The thing about accountability is you don't do the person you're accountable to a favor by being accountable. But you actually seek accountability. You are the one who goes the extra mile to get that room of accountability. You are the one who intentionally, in small things, because oftentimes we tend to want to be accountable to someone. It starts, for example, being accountable to your spouse, being accountable to your siblings. If you are a child who's got parents, being accountable to your parents. If you're someone who's got leaders above you, being accountable to your leaders, showing up on time. If you're not able to show up, being accountable to excuse yourself, I'm not able to honor the commitment because of such and such. Or I won't be able to be there on time because of such. On this particular event, I'll not be able to make it because I have a pride. But that speaks of accountability. So these are the things we look for within leaders. Let me bring in our plane for landing on the one that I started up the podcast with at the top, which I'm excited and I just want to take it home with being a self-starter. Leaders are initiators. Leaders start things. Leaders are not only impressed with good ideas, but they look off, look at ways to implement and to allow and create a runway for the ideas that they have. Think of the Wright brothers. They had a phenomenal idea but beyond the idea that they had, they started, they found a way. Did they fail? Definitely they failed. But eventually, they were the ones who introduced to us the flight, lift. They were able to deal with all the dynamics involved in having an aircraft take off. Was it pretty sight initially? Far from it. It's only now that we're able to fly in jets and um, different aircrafts. But it started with leaders who were self-starters, who were like, we're going to make it happen. Let's fail along the way, but we're going to start. So as a leader, you do not just wait around for you to be given instruction as to what to do. In fact, I often say this, that if you're going to be a leader and you're waiting for someone to tell you what to do, you're not a leader because you're actually giving the person more work in them having to think, what is it that you can do for them? But once you start something, it becomes easier for them to trust you with more. Leaders. That's why oftentimes entrepreneurs are leaders. They start businesses. They start brands. They start something that to you might have just been, I wish I could do. They take wishes and translate them into reality. That's what leaders do. They start. 
So the question would be there, where do you start? And thank you for asking that question. You start with yourself. The greatest leadership impact you can make is oftentimes not external, but it's internal. As a leader, you start with yourself. You start with leading yourself. Start with leading your own drives and impulses. You start with leading your own desires. You start with exercising that self-discipline muscle. You start with being accountable to yourself. You start with writing down your vision for your life. You start with writing down the goals that you've set for yourself. You start with ensuring that as a leader, I don't get into my own way. I don't walk myself out of my garden of Eden. So it starts with you as a leader. That's where you start. And I'd like to park it at there because there's quite a lot of other things that you do as a leader within starting, starting businesses, starting um, with the right relationships. But I think one of the key things, because if you can master starting with yourself, because at the end of the day, everything boils back to you. Can change jobs, can change locations, might even change spouses, change cars, change purses, change hairstyles, change clothes. There's quite a lot of things that you can change. Can even relocate to a different country or region in the whole world. But you cannot change yourself. In as much as you might be in a different continent, different state, different country, in that same room, you'll be left with yourself. And that's the biggest challenge that you have, starting with yourself. So that as you start with yourself, you're then able to pour from yourself. So what do leaders do? Leaders are humble. Leaders are generous. Leaders are teachable. Leaders are accountable. And leaders are self-starters. I hope this episode has really added value to you as a leader and that these five traits of leaders will enable you to lead like never before, that they will empower you to take your lead. Again, be reminded to download the podcast episode notes, which are a great tool for application. Please do remember as well to leave us a rating and a review. We love reading your reviews wherever you consume the podcast. It also enables us to reach more leaders like you. So till we meet again next time, take your lead and ensure that you are changing the world. But in this regard, the world which is you, starting with you as that one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.